0: Time to return to a prominent franchise, mm-hmm. one that have we talked about a mainline game in this series? I don't think so. On the podcast,
1: we've talked about a spinoff, but not a mainline,
0: right? I didn't know if it was like because obviously it would have been you who would have been talking about it, it but would I'd...
1: have been. But I don't remember talking about it on, on the podcast. Maybe I did. Heck, when, I did,
0: when did what's what you call it, Fates, come Fates. out? Pretty sure I just saw a link about it.
1: Now my footage is
0: Fates came out in twenty fifteen, so that definitely predates this podcast.
1: Okay. Cause I probably would have had a lot to say about that one too.
0: Yeah. And we did you didn't play Echoes, which is the one that came out no, two I didn't years play ago. Echoes. Which is the remake of a Famicom or Super Famicom game. So yeah, I guess the only version we would have talked or only versions we would have talked about are the spinoffs that are good.
1: Yep. Um being Fire Emblem Warriors and Tokyo Mirage Sessions.
0: Correct. Um, so uh, a new entry in the mainline series of the Fire Emblem has has hit mm-hmm. and has dropped. The first console version to drop in like twelve years.
1: Yeah, the last one was on the Wii.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Language Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. This is episode 139. I'm Jared, joined as always by Fire Emblem and tactical expert Doc Allen. <laughs> Hi.
2: And
0: by that I mean you have played way more Fire Emblem games than me because I've played... Let's see here. Outside of the spinoffs, I've played the beginning of Awakening like two or three times... Um, the beginning of one of the Famicom games, and that's it.
1: Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I've played yeah. a lot more than you. Then
0: <laughs> I don't really. I mean, okay, to be fair, like I, you've probably heard me talk about this before on earlier episodes of this podcast, but like I'm not a tactical RPG guy. Yeah. Like that is not my my jam. Um, but with this, I figured you know might as well try it. like we, we we another game we also talked about at one point, uh Fire Emblem Heroes. Um. Yes. That was like the first Fire Emblem game that really kind of contextualized the gameplay of that series for me. Mm-hmm. So I figured like, sure, I'll give this a shot. It's a new thing. It's It looks all big and fancy and all that stuff. Like, people are sure. excited about it. People are excited about it. And people are very excited about it post-release.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are.
0: A lot of people are excited about it. Um, you can't not hear... Raving reviews and raving thoughts and opinions about this game.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, like, and and even before it came out, a lot of people were very just like high on it when like early reviews like popped up and everything, and just um those uh those directs they showed off of it looked intriguing in a way mm-hmm. that you know the series hadn't really been before, where they're like adding in these like social elements and all that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of people are obviously making the comparison to stuff like Persona and all that, but uh, yeah, like I obviously don't have a lot of experience with this series or really with this genre in particular. You're you're the one that, mo- that more has experience, has an experience because you've played a lot of these games in the past. Um, so we're coming at this with two kind of different mindsets where I'm just like, I'm just coming in with with nothing, and you're kind of coming in with, like, you know, I didn't really like Fates, so I hope this is good.
1: (laughs) I did not like Fates, and I guess like, I I hinted at that earlier. Um, I played... How much... I played Birthright, and I played, um, Conquest, and then I started on... What was the third one? (laughs) Who the heck knows? I started it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I've played... So much revelation. Revelation. I've played so much of the same game at this point, and the same battles with the same people that I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm I'm done. So I like
0: you were heavily burnt out. I was by the time you got to that third game,
1: and I kind of rage quit. Yeah, and never.
0: Well, what if I told you they basically took that kind of formula and put it all into one game?
1: (laughs) They did, and then added a fourth route.
0: Yep. Um. So I guess we should be forthright and not beat around the bush. We are probably the very lone dissenters in thinking that this isn't a good. Well, I wouldn't necessarily. I, for me personally, I'm not going to say this isn't a good game or or it's not a bad game. Like it's not bad.
1: It's not bad, but it's not good either.
0: There are parts of this game that I enjoy. Like the gameplay is totally competent. Yeah, it's it's very very fine. Um, I like these characters. Some of them sure um for me where I think it breaks down is that I think a lot of the writing is bad
1: it's real bad
0: like like I said like I think I'll, I like these characters and I really would have liked to see them in a better story
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean I was looking on Metacritic to see like how many people were like not into this game and the answer is not a whole lot right um, but there were just so many points that like nobody would make that decision. That's a dumb decision. Who is writing this? um or just like in general, just like, okay, that was a terrible design choice. Why would we do this like not design wise in terms of like gameplay, but like the plot mm-hmm. um or like I don't know, the terrible backgrounds.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of weird technical issues with this game where. I believe at one point this game got delayed. I want to say,
2: yeah, because it was
0: supposed sure. to come out earlier this year and then got delayed till summer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But there were a lot of like just weird technical issues with this game, where like you said, like the backgrounds for a lot of just different like cutscenes look absolutely atrocious. Like yeah. they look like really bad compressed JPEGs.
1: And also the weird like fish eye lens on them. Like mm-hmm. it's very bizarre and. There's the one place where, like, if you go to the online area, where it just like slows down to a yeah. halt, and it's annoying. Um,
0: so there's a there's a part of the game where you can kind of bring in other folks if you connect online, and like they'll be able to like give you items and whatnot. But when you approach that area, like the game is really definitely like bringing in that data, and the frame rate just tanks. Yeah. When you get into that area, even like when you move out of that area, it's it's right back up. But even then, like, it's, that's such a weird thing to have happen. And also there's a lot of just weird things in general in terms of, like, maneuvering around the, the, the world, the monastery that you're in. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they give you a sprint button. Yep. But the game does not want you to sprint because if you are sprinting around, the game does not load in properly. Correct. Like, you will find people to talk to and they will just have not loaded in. You'll yep. just sit, they you'll just be talking to nothing until they load in. Um, there will be areas where you have to wait for doors to open like literally it can take you like 15 seconds to wait for a door to open because you've gotten there too quickly.
1: I got stuck once in the greenhouse and it would not let me leave. I did too. like I had warped there mm-hmm. and then I was just stuck. The door would not open. so I had to warp mm-hmm. somewhere else and then walk back there.
0: I had I, I eventually waited and I think it took like 15 to 20 seconds for it to finally open isn't that's not what it's supposed to be doing
1: no i just kept running at the door like hoping that it would eventually open it just never opened i'm like okay well i guess the game
0: broke so yeah like a lot of this like open it's not really an open world but like when you're controlling things outside the battle like is borderline kind of broken
1: yeah it's 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 not great
0: and combine that with like we said like the bad backgrounds and everything it's 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 kind of a mess but like It's like halfway a mess Mm -hmm. where like all that stuff is not great. But once you get into battle, everything's totally fine. Like there's no real frame rate drops. um, Everything runs pretty smoothly. All the gameplay within battle is a-okay. Like I have zero complaints about the gameplay in that regard.
1: Which I will be completely and 100% honest. I turned off every single animation Mm -hmm. for the gameplay. So like I didn't have any of the battle animations. I didn't have any of the healing animations. I didn't even have, like, the enemy's movements show up. I literally just controlled my people and then, like, it would do enemy phase and then pop right back to me.
0: See, I had all of that stuff and it, it was still fine.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just saying that I can't comment yeah, yeah. on that because I literally turned it all off because mm-hmm. uh, it gets tedious for me to watch people just hit each other repeatedly.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Right.
1: <laughs> but they have feet this time.
0: They have feet.
1: So that's. But impressive. please, uh, Fire
0: Emblem Warriors brought that in first. So let's let's be real.
1: That's true. They had feet in Tokyo Mirage Sessions too. Tr- true. <laughs> just saying.
0: Um, Better game. You're not wrong. Uh, so, so yeah, like I feel like a lot of this game is just like a balance between it basically trying to break apart and all on the other side being a totally competent video game. Yeah. And it's very bizarre, like. I don't know how much of this is just like development issues. Like there's a quote on this Wikipedia page that says like Intelligent Systems basically said that like development sucked for this game. And like they needed they brought in Koei Tecmo just to help them get through it. Um so I don't know how much of it is that, how much of it is going from the 3DS to the Switch in terms of, you know, moving up to new hardware and everything and then just trying to figure out exactly out. what worked. But it seems so bizarre how much of this game just like wants to literally just break apart
2: hmm.
0: when that really was never a common complaint of the the three d s games i want to say nope at least at least not that i've heard per se um
1: no i never had issues like that with the the three d like the three d s games at all
0: mm-hmm um i think another weird aspect of this game is their whole idea of you know supposedly i guess kind of using persona as like a reference point for for this new more socialized system that they're they're implementing where you know your your protagonist is a professor you're teaching all these kids and everything and i don't know if it necessarily works
1: okay well first off as somebody who is technically a professor and has been a professor in the past like the whole idea that i am a professor in this game and it like my potential datables are my students i'm just like nope no 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 that is inappropriate that is gross that is not okay this irritates me they also
0: took that part from persona five
1: yeah fair but like it it's gross and i i felt icky the whole time um legitimately like one of the reasons why i picked the person that i did to marry is because he was the oldest person on my squad Mm -hmm. and that was only because i was like Going through their ages, and I'm like, okay, you're 16, you're 17, you're 18. Oh, okay. oh, you're 20. Okay, good. You're 20. You're at least an adult. Okay, sure. Um, and like that's bad.
0: They they, they basically try and get around it by like, oh, the the professor is close in age to us, and then like implementing a time skip and everything to make it seem better. I guess I Which, don't
2: know.
1: Or... Oh, that time skip is pointless. We'll get to we'll get
0: to that. We'll get to that. Ugh. Um, But
1: yeah, they do the time skip to try and make it okay. But at the same time, like, again, as somebody who that's my actual profession, like, no, thank you.
0: Right. Um, Outside of all that, though, like, I think a lot of just the social elements in general just are kind of not great. They're bland. Um, And especially if you compare it to other, like, games that have these types of social issues, not issues, Issues. or elements.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It it just felt like a chore to do it often. Yeah. Oh, cool, I have to go talk to everybody, and, like, some of them will have things I could do, and, like, yay, I could go eat with some of them, and they're going to comment that this is their favorite meal, even though it's a different meal than the last meal I gave them, and that was their favorite meal. Like, all right, sure, I guess I'm going to do this for, like, the 50th time now.
0: It's a lot of just repetitive busy work in it a is. sense, um, and I feel like in other games where you where you have these kind of same elements where you're going around talking to people, like a Persona, like a Trails of Cold Steel, for example, um, those aren't relatively like just the same monotony over and over again. Like if you're going to go and talk to someone, you know, you'll get a scene where you know it's something different each time, per se, right. and then you're building up that trust and everything. Here, it's just like, you know, if you go to talk to someone, they'll give you, like, three lines, and then you can go invite them to tea, I guess.
1: Yeah, or, like I said, you can, which the tea parties are weird because they get, like, the shoujo glitter everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Or sparkle, I guess, is a better word for it. But you have to, like, make conversation with them while you're, like, you can zoom in on their face.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least it's less creepy than the stuff in Fate's.
1: It is less creepy than the petting, but at the same time, like, if somebody, like, leaned in to look at my chin from underneath me while I'm at a tea party, I'd be like, all right, creeper, like, please go away. I'm never going to associate with you ever again.
0: I and don't I think, care like, as that well, you
1: offered me my favorite tea.
0: And I think as well, like, you know, in those other types of, like, social games, you're going to have more options to, for what do you want to do with people? Yeah, or be able to like go other to other areas where here you're stuck to the same area. You have like three options to where you can do stuff with people. Like there's not a whole lot of variety in that in that sense. Um, so that makes it kind of a bummer. Like it really feels like something like they the the team just like saw like the popularity of stuff like persona and was like we should add this into our game and they did it did like the most basic form of it
1: and again like it's it's a little bit different but like why didn't they look at tokyo mirage sessions which did that much much better
0: mm-hmm.
1: um again that was atlas and like you know they they have experience with persona but at the same time like look at that as an example and be like, oh, how do we do that? That's a good game. Maybe the problem is they just don't appreciate it like they should.
0: It's true. They really should. (sighs) Before we get into spoiler territory, do you want to talk briefly about your issues with New Game Plus and why you think it's not great?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So... New Game Plus in this game is complete and utter garbage. Um, And I was really irritated because I had considered initially like, oh, you know, maybe I'll play some of the other routes. Maybe that's why I had issues, which we'll talk about in spoilers. Like maybe it was the route that I picked. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I went to do New Game Plus and it's like, Oh, hey, so all that stuff that you just spent building up, like, in order to unlock it again, you're going to have to build up Renown and then spend that to get it back. And everything's, like, stupidly expensive and you only start with, like, 5,000 Renown. I'm like, what? Like, what's the point of a new game plus if you're not going to let me, like, carry this stuff over? Like, um, I get the
0: idea of making it kind of more customizable to what you want, but at the same time, you know there are other games that do New Game Plus in that same kind of way, but give you kind of more, I guess, limited options, but still a lot of options into like, hey, what do you want to bring into New Game Plus?
1: I mean, do it like Cold Steel did, where you exactly. get to choose. Like you can say, you know, oh, I want my my levels, or I want my items, or whatever. And like that's a very customizable New Game Plus experience. So if you mm-hmm. want it to be super hard, if you want to start with level one again, cool, you can do that. But with this, it's just like. I'm level one. I have none of my items. My professor level is back to like E. Um, none of the skills that I had built up for anybody carry over. Like, are you serious? Like, you want me to play this game four f- times and you're not going to carry over any of that? Like, no, I'm not doing that every time. That's insane.
0: And I feel like you could easily kind of rectify that situation if you just added in New Game Plus difficulty scaling.
1: Mm.
0: where like obviously it would it would kind of be a little like I guess more difficult than what I'm imagining but you know because if you're going bouncing from route to route to route like you're going to end up with you know a new crew full of like level how like lo- the lowest minimum level whatever mm-hmm. level but one. yeah but at the same time you're probably going to be more readily available to or readily equipped to recruit other people from other houses immediately um, so you could bring over, like, your old crew and everything and be good to go, um, and even then, like, just make the missions, like, scale to your, to your, your character's level specifically. Yeah. So, like, you come in out of new game, out of the, your original game, and then you start New Game Plus, and you're, like, level 40 per se, um, you know, the first missions you take are going to be level 40 minimum requirement. Yeah. Um,
1: but even then, like, what I was thinking when I went in there, I was like, oh, you know, uh, I've built up all these skills. I've built up the professor level, so it'll be really easy for me to recruit people this time, and, like, I'll have right, a full exactly. crew. And it's like, no, you have none of that that you worked for. And I'm like, then what's the point? Why and did I do it, all this?
0: When it's a game that basically, once you get past certain parts of the story, like, punishes you for not recruiting people. hmm So to make that an element that's, like, not... Especially because the way it, it's set up is that you think, you know, the first time through, like, oh, this is difficult because obviously I don't have all these skills and everything. The next time I play through this, like, I'm going to be able to pick and choose whoever I want to recruit. Like, right. it's going to be easy or I'll, or I'll be able to work on some of the skills. It's I at didn't least work
1: manageable.
0: On. It's more manageable than it was the first time through. And with, with how this seems is that it's basically just the same. And if you want to put more more renown into it like yeah you can but also you're managing you're managing your professor level your skills also those statues that you probably still didn't finish you probably want to put more stuff into those
1: and you're managing Um, the skills of your your comrades as well mm -hmm. and you can bring in like abilities from their their classes but at the same time that also counts look like takes renown so like you literally have to pay for every single thing that you worked for in the last game and I'm like no like it felt like a chore the first time I'm not doing it again
0: That's more new game minus than new game plus
1: It is new game minus like nothing about that seems legit like okay cool like why did I put in all that time to try and level these things up for you to be like oh but you can buy it again with renown like
0: okay what if i could offer you this you know 999 we give you like an accelerator for new game plus it gives you a bunch of items, gives you some levels and everything. Just spend $10 each time you play.
1: <laughs> um, no, instead what they should have done is a cold steel style system of new game plus is like you can't bring in everything, but you can choose which things you do want to bring in for this many points or whatever.
0: And when and especially because like the way Trails of Gold Steel does it is that
1: The more you play, the more the more you, you play, get.
0: the more you un- you're able to unlock and break over for subsequent new game plus runs. Mm-hmm. To where by the time you're going through for like the fourth route or whatever, like you will be very much well equipped for this. Like you'd be able to you would be able to have the gambit of everyone and obviously you should be able to have the gambit like have everyone available to you. Whenever. With their,
1: like, Master Seals and their abilities and totally. all that. Like, that. That should be the case. And the way that they did that was really smart And Cold Steel. To not put that in here was insane. And it, like, actively discourages people from playing it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I saw that and I immediately was just like, no, no, never mind. Like, I had even considered, maybe I'll go a different route. Maybe we'll see. And then immediately when I saw that, I was just like, nope, never mind, I'm done. Like, took the cartridge out.
0: <laughs> I mean, for me, as someone, like like we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, where I'm not very, like, experienced with these types of games and everything, this game isn't enough to make me, a, like, a fan of this genre, per se. Like, I yeah. appreciate it, and I got through it, and I feel like that's a badge of honor on my, ha- on my behalf.
1: I'm proud of you, buddy.
0: But at the same time, like... There was a lot of times when I was playing this game where I just felt like, you know, all these battles are a chore to get through. And then hearing you talk about how New Game Plus is and just the way they they implement it, like immediately I was just like, if I really am interested in seeing these other routes, I'm just gonna look them up on YouTube. Yep, that's. I'm not gonna go through this again.
1: That's why I decided is that if I need to see them, I'll look them up on YouTube because there is no way, like that is not a New Game Plus. It's not.
0: It's New Game Point One. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, new game, like, hey, you still have to, like, do a bunch of grinding, and you're not going to get everything still, so, right. like, you can unlock the stuff that you already had. Like, no. F you. <laughs> ah, I was so mad. I legitimately was so mad. I don't know if you could, like, pick that up last night when I was saying it. yeah. But I was livid. And it's... It's rare that I actually get, like, angry at a video game. I can get angry at myself because of the way that I'm playing the video game. Yes. But, it, but it's rare that I actually get mad at the video game itself.
0: I can think of two examples of where you got mad at the video game yourself.
1: At, at myself or the video game?
0: or the, At the video game, not yourself. Okay. That, that's multiple.
1: <laughs> Wait, which ones? I'm curious. Uh, P5. P5, yes.
0: And then Dong and Romba V3.
1: Yes. Those are two very good examples. And, like, you don't want to be in that category with those games. You don't. Mm-hmm. Like, not with the way that I have, like, made my opinions well-known of those games. That, like, you do not want to be in that category. And this game made itself in that category by the end of it. I'm like... <sighs> like, I had to just go and calm myself down last night because I was so <laughs>
0: And I think with those games in particular, like they ha they're 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 not like overwhelmingly well received like this is. Like yeah. P five obviously has, you know, its fair share of criticisms and critiques that a lot of people have seen. Uh I think that's kind of the same for V three. Like people don't think it's the same as the same quality as one and two. Mm-hmm. Um But I feel like this is like the first time maybe, or it's, it's especially a very rare time where the overwhelming populace when it comes to video games like absolutely loves the game and we are like on the outskirts it's like uh, i don't know about that mm. yeah. like, that's cool that you like it but like it's yeah that's not for me
1: yeah i mean like i'm stoked that people liked it and that people waited and got what they wanted like totally i i hated this part of it like i i liked certain parts of this game i really did and certain characters were cool but overall like my sense of coming away from the game is just like extremely negative.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, you know, my mom told me when she was helping me move, um, by the way, guys, I bought a house. Um, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. I bought a house. <laughs> um, well, my mom was helping me move. She said something to me that like, I keep thinking about. And then I, I, I was thinking about it just now when I was talking about, um, she's like, you know, you're such a nice person, but you do have a temper on you sometimes, and I think you got that from your dad. And, um, last night when I was, like, in my rage mode about the New Game Plus, I was like, oh god, she's right. <laughs> like, I get mad about the weirdest things. <laughs> but I was I was legitimately, like, mad. I was, like, red in the face. <laughs> And I legit, like, did the same thing I did with, I didn't sell it immediately like I did Dangarapa, but, like, that one, I beat it, I took it out of the system, I put it in the box, and I was like, nope, you're done. And I did that with Fire Emblem.
0: The ultimate sign of disrespect.
1: You are done, kid. You don't even get to go in the travel, like, sleeve for the the uh, Switch games. You get to go in the box.
0: Oh man.
1: It's like the cone of shame but for video games.
0: The case of shame.
1: Case of shame, but yeah, like I was mad. Like I said, I'm pretty sure you could gauge that from yeah. me texting, but like Totally. I I very much came away from this game having a a very negative perspective on it. You can show me all the cute shoujo sparkles and have a dude propose to me and be adorable all you want. But if you're going to pull a stupid New Game Plus and have some really bad narrative decisions, get out. I, I mean, can, at least. I can get my cute shoujo elsewhere.
0: You can. At least they took out the weird, like, forcing people together to have kids and
1: s. Yeah, that's gross. I'm glad that that's gone.
0: That's a good thing. That is good good on on you game (laughs) back of the box. They got rid of the weird
1: like that's that's a low bar though. It's true. Like you're not forcing people to have kids and they're not petting anymore. Like cool. Good work. (sighs) Terrible. And you didn't even get like your character in your. Your portrait for your, your love interest.
0: I didn't. I just got my love interest looking like she's about to murder me. She did look like she was, was about like, to murder you. Can I can I have my ring back? I need to go.
1: <laughs> I uh I, I have to take a shower, like a really long shower. Please uh I gotta
0: go. I gotta leave.
1: <laughs> you stay here. Um you, you please stay here. Maybe maybe go talk to that guy over there. He's he's a good person, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. He wants to talk to you. Look at him. Clearly. Is it church? I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like my cell phone's ringing. She's like, "Oh, you you don't even have a cell phone. Cell phones don't exist. No, and my cell phone's ringing. I gotta go. Bye bye. Bye bye." It's
0: fire it's on vibrate.
1: Yep. <laughs> Your non-existent cell phone. Just <laughs> like, oh man, you know my my mom's calling me. Uh, shoot, I just I gotta run.
0: Your mom's dead.
1: She's calling me from beyond the grave. <laughs> that makes it even more of an important phone call that I have to take. Please let me go. Also, don't follow me.
0: I gotta go, please. <laughs> I gotta go.
1: so Mine was at least cute. Yours was a little murderous.
0: It's a little murderous, but also like, yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, given who you romance, I can see we it. We did
0: just murder some folks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, thanks for helping me murder people. Also, I'm going to murder you now. Yay.
0: Well, should we get into some story bits?
1: Yeah. um, We're going to talk about the story.
0: We're going to talk about story. We're going to spoil some stuff. Also, the Wikipedia page has, like, the other routes. So, we're going to talk about those to just see, compare and contrast to see if those seemed like they would have been any better or not. Yeah. So, we're going to dive into everything. So just a fair warning. Um but we'll we'll call out exactly what we're going to talk about. So, you know, if you've went through a specific route and you want to hear about it, um we will at least say, "Hey, we're talking about this." But if you're skipping through like that's you're playing with fire at that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe we could like put in timestamps. I don't know. That's
0: that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. That, that, well, by a lot of work, I mean that requires me remembering a to do that, and then b also to pay attention to what time this <laughs> did. So we might do that, but also like if you ask, we we'll, we will we'll tell you. Yeah. I will. Hunt, I will. I will hunt and peck through to to see when things can be brought up. So same. We were. We will be nice about that. But let's talk about story. Like we said, spoilers because we're gonna dive into everything. Yep. So if you haven't played.
1: Oh, actually, before we do spoilers okay uh female bailiff's outfit is garbage it's real bad it's real bad um also like a lot of the women designs in this game are real terrible
0: can i also um, say that i don't like the protagonist's name i think it sucks
1: yeah bailiff is a terrible name it's a it, bad it, name it makes you sound like you're like a bailiff like for uh for a court or, you know <laughs> i i just don't like it it's it's a bad name but also that outfit's terrible it is so atrocious and there are many, many women in this game that I was like, oh, I am so sorry they put you in that. Um, I'm pretty sure, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and then we can get into spoiler territory, but I don't think anybody on the Fire Emblem team has ever seen an actual boob. They have no idea how they work.
0: What is this thing on your chest? <laughs>
1: Why do you have these giant water balloons just affixed to the front of your chest?
0: What are they Hang on let me get my notes, these uh Himmer Hommers.
1: <laughs> it's just it's not how breasts work. That's not how women's bodies work. It's it's you know, nothing new in video games, but at the same time, it's still irritating that it is 2019 and this is still what we get. Mm-hmm. We get belly button showing and battle outfit and ripped tights for some reason and short shorts and like a teacher with her just him all flopping about.
0: Who is very horny on main.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is.
0: She is the most Nintendo horny on main.
1: Oh, my God. Like even on Lady Route, she is thirsty. Let me tell
0: you on mail route. She is, she is dying of thirst.
1: I'm <laughs> like, lady, there's a pond out there. You can just shove your head into. It's fine.
0: She just, she wants, she wants that D. Oof.
1: She's a teacher. Anyways. Yep.
0: <laughs> we're gonna dive. Let's dive into some spoilers. Spoiler spoilers. Not that I
1: have yelled about boobs.
0: My internet connection is unstable. That's how spoilery we're about to get.
1: Oh no. <laughs>
0: the real spoiler territory <laughs> alright so let's begin with the beginning of this story where you get woken up by fake Tiki
1: yeah yeah you get and she's like a weird like child but has like rope bondage on it's weird it made me really uncomfortable
0: which is where Boys you go through by your whole
1: Cassandra like... Lee Morris right yes yeah
0: um, that's where you go through your whole song and dance of like, are you a boy or a girl? What's your name? All that, that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually you are kicked out, um, to like an actual story. Get out of here. She's like, get the heck out of here. I'm weirdo. taking a nap. Uh, you're with, uh, this dude named Gerald. Geralt. And you're, and you're going to go rescue some, some nobles. These are the three main characters of the three houses, obviously uh edelgard or edgelord as we like to call her
1: we saw it we're both like edgelord oh yeah. wait that's not what that says
0: uh dimitri and claude they all represent their own various houses you get to fight with them first thing you rescue them and then immediately you're like hey which of us do you think you would like the most
1: and like we panic because we're like already we have to make this decision oh my god um which should we tell everybody how we made our decision on which route we were going to take
0: uh well before we get to that uh okay. Edelgard is the, uh, the leader of she's, she's the black eagles route. Dimitri is blue lions. And then Claude is the golden deer. Mm-hmm. Um, Edelgard is like her region is the
1: empire empire. Yes.
0: Uh, Dimitri's is, kind of like, is a kingdom is more the traditional fire emblem yep, type route. And then Claude is just like, I'm just an alliance full folks. We're just, we're just doing our thing. And then they make you choose. So we came up with the most scientific method of uh, choosing which house to go through. And that is by what voice actors are in this house.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what we did. It was terrifying. Cause it's like, which one do we pick? And I'm like, Oh God, there's three of you. I know nothing about anybody. And I don't know anybody on your squads. We yeah. didn't realize that this is not where you actually choose.
0: It's not, but also that's a terrifying choice to put at you 30 minutes into the game.
1: Yeah. And it's also terrible to do it because like, the game has been advertised as like, oh, choose your house. And so, like, to make you pick twice and one of them be, like, a false choice is kind of bad.
0: And even then, like, it's, like, not soon afterwards where you actually have to make your choice where mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I'll go around, talk to everyone, then just make your choice.
1: Yeah, like, you don't really get to know anybody before you mm-hmm. have to make your choice.
0: So, yeah, yeah. we we picked we went the uh, Black Eagles route because the, the voice actors on that route was the best out of the three.
1: Yep. Had some real solid names on there,
0: so that's how we that's how we decide to choose, and uh, and then once you make your decision back at the monastery and everything, because you, you you get sent back to this monastery where the kids are. This is called is an officers academy, and then um, the leader of the monastery, whose name is Rhea, she is the church's archbishop. Archbishop, excuse me, um, is like, hey, you're gonna be a professor here now. And like, like okay.
1: moldy beard is like, oh, have you thought this through? You maybe shouldn't make this person you just met a professor. She's like, no, it's cool, it's fine. Don't, uh, don't even worry about Moldybeard.
0: You learn that Gerald is your father. Yeah. After the fact, and then he's also like, hey, don't, don't, don't trust Raya.
1: Yeah, he's pretty blatant about that.
0: Don't trust her.
1: Like he's like, ah, the church is kind of weird. Like they're very different than when I was here. Also, yeah, I used to be here. I used to be one of her knights. I quit.
0: I guess I'm now a knight again. (laughs) Um, So eventually you become professor and then obviously that's when you make your choice of which house you want to be the professor of and yada yada yada. Um, So we're going to start with the Black Eagles route because that's the one we're most familiar with and everything and that's the one we went through and then we'll dive into the other routes as we see fit. Um, Also,
1: spoiler alert, Black Eagle route has two two routes and it, it can split.
0: Yes. I think that split though is... I don't know. I guess I don't know, but that split takes you to a different route entirely than yeah, the does. Black Eagles route. I don't know if it's the same on every single route, but um,
1: Black Eagles is the only route that it happens in.
0: Okay. Um, so basically, you get to learn about all the the kids and everything. You see, like you learn about like their how they are, what their their relationships are with each other and everything. Um, Edelgard is basically like the next in line to be the emperor. Yep. Um, and one of the things she's basically touting is that she hates this idea of like nobility and commoners she wants to abolish that situation make everyone kind of like essentially fend for the se- for, the- for themselves and if you're strong you get to rise up to the top and if you work for it you get to rise up to the top like mm-hmm. that also she hates the church she wants to abolish it too
1: <laughs> which like neither of those ideas are bad
0: no, we were like, like early on, we were like, yeah, what's the, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm down with this. this yep. We we picked the right route, obviously.
1: <laughs> I mean, I liked both of those ideas. I'm like, yeah, those are pretty good ideas. I like her. All right.
0: You also learned pretty early on that like the church is shady. Even after like Gerald's uh, warning to you, like, um, there is a there's a thing where like you have to go fight some like deserters or whatnot. And, like, you literally bring them back to the monastery just to see them get executed.
1: Yeah. She just blatantly murders them right in front of you. And you're like, oh! <sighs> oh! Oof. Yikes. Didn't know that was gonna happen. Like, not even, like, a nice execution, a quick and dirty one. It's, it's like, pretty terrible one. Mm-hmm. No bueno.
0: Uh, eventually, you learn that, like, there's a underlying... Enemy force coming around. uh, This person who is the Flame Emperor is like murking about. Um, They have a person called the Death Knight who like stabs Booby Teacher
1: Mm -hmm. and kidnaps uh, Moldy Beard's little sister.
0: And like another, and they find like another student there that had been missing for like a year. Yep. And I guess everyone just forgot about.
1: (laughs) They're like, oh, right, you were here.
0: Uh, Eventually, you have to go find like a, you have to go recover a stolen hero's relic. Um, and you find it, and it, it basically reacts to you in it's a like, way that everyone's oh, like,
1: I am now hmm, your
0: this is weird. Yep. Didn't think this would be a thing. Also, the thief of the, the relic turns into a monster. Yeah. Which makes everyone be like, what? Hmm, I wonder what the, all these relics and crests mean. Also, everyone has, like, crests, which is, like, a thing that buffs up buffs you up.
1: Yeah, and if you don't have a crest, then you're kind of, like, considered a lesser person. Right. Usually I'm all about, like, commentary on class warfare, but, like, this one was not done very well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eventually you have another fight against, like, the Death Knight, and you run into the Flame Emperor again. The Flame Emperor's like, hey, why don't you join me? And you're like, mm, no, no, I'm good. And they're like, okay. Um, right here is where the story starts to get, I would say, predictable.
1: Yeah, we figured that out real quick. We
0: figured out exactly what was going on, which, I mean, it's not really, like, it's not hiding it, per se. Yeah. Um, During that battle, when the Flame Emperor shows up, uh, Hubert is like, where's Edelgard? Where did she go? Like, yep. Very blatantly. And then the very Flame blatantly. Emperor shows up. Um, During the mission, when Booby Teacher gets stabbed and all the kidnapping happens, she takes the teacher and is, is, is absent from the battle.
1: Yep. Uh, so, like, and then, like immediately after the one battle where, um, like, the Flame Emperor shows up and has to join,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the T te- talks to her later and is like, "Oh, this happened." And she's like, "Would you be able to look in that person's face when they're unmasked and join them?" And you're like, "Huh, that's that's a weird question."
0: Yeah. Why would you much, ask that? It was pretty much then. I was like waiting for you to get there, and I was like, "So I think Edelgard's the Flame Emperor." <laughs> I
1: was like, "Yeah, she's definitely the Flame yeah. Emperor." Yeah. Like. They they were not even and we were kind of hoping that they wouldn't go that route because like mm-hmm. it was so obvious, but they went that route.
0: <laughs> well, don't worry. They're going to go that route and then completely drop it. <laughs>
1: yep. Dropped completely. It doesn't matter. It never comes up again. It makes no sense why we even bother with that mm-hmm. or like who the death knight was. Well, we know who he was, but we don't know why he was there. We don't know why he was working with her. We don't know anything (laughs) like why did he steal the Monica girl
0: like essentially all they explain of that at least in this route is Hubert basically has a conversation with the professor post time skip which we'll get to here in a little bit but he's like yeah like so we basically use them for our needs and we're still kind of using their power to kind of get where we want that's kind of the long and the short of it. Like, we don't necessarily like them, but, you know, for what we need now, we kind of need them. Yeah. And then, like, you run into them occasionally throughout, like, the rest of the story, and basically none of it gets resolved. Nothing. None of it. But uh, back to where we were. Um,
1: she's the Flame Emperor. She
0: is, she is, she is not yet revealed as the Flame Emperor, but she's going to be the Flame Emperor. Yeah. Um, there's a ball, and then you get to dance with everyone, dance with some folks, Excuse me.
1: Yeah, Claude gets to um, dance. He just yanks
0: you me. on the dance floor, and you're like, "Okay, I guess I'm dancing."
1: Which um, remind me to talk about queer baiting. Okay. Because um, this game does some real bad queer baiting.
0: Oh.
1: Ow, you were standing on my boob.
0: <laughs> That's not about that.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I could talk about queer now if you wanted to, but I could too.
0: Uh, let's 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 save that. I'll get to time skip, and then we'll go into that. Okay. Um. So, bad things happen at the ball. Monsters attack. Gerald gets murdered by the, the student who had been kidnapped because, shocker, she's a bad person.
1: Bad person. Um, Which, also, that person's not explained at all. Nope. Um, And I kept telling him, I was like, Gerald's going to die. Oh, yeah. Gerald's definitely going to die. Like, he tells you multiple times, like, you know, if anything ever happens to me, check my bookcase. Or, you know, nothing's going to happen, but just in case, like. It's like, buddy, stop, stop throwing up those death flags. Like that's how you die in a video game.
0: So you learn that she's a part of this like cult that's opposing the church. Also, there's like this librarian that worked at the monastery who's also Tomas. a part of this. He he becomes Solon. Um, so eventually you have to go fight him, um, and you try to fight him, but then he sends you into like a plane of darkness, and he's like, "Oh, you're dead." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, this sucks." Uh, fake Tiki shows up. Yep. Um. Who's basically been inside you this whole time and, like, just has conversations with you. And is basically like, yeah, that Rhea chick seems real real weird and shady. Anyways, hope you're doing okay. Uh. She reveals that she's, like, the goddess that everyone, like, worships. Yep. That the church worships and everything. What and... Mean, like,
1: Solus or something? Sothus? Sothis.
0: Sothis. Uh. And basically to bring you back out of this, like, weird dark realm. She fuses with you and... Gives you the power to escape and also turns your hair green and eyes change color as well. Uh, She also basically just disappears. She's not able to, like, talk to you anymore. Nope. Except for, like, one time.
1: You get, like, mint green hair as opposed to dark green hair.
0: You do. You're like a mint chocolate chip cookie. You basically
1: are. What does that look like on the dude? I'm just curious.
0: It's just... You got green hair?
1: (laughs) You had green hair before.
0: Well, it's, like, lighter green hair.
1: (laughs) I'm just... Maybe that,
0: that during some of the cutscenes just looks white. Really? Yeah.
1: That's weird.
0: hmm Um. So you come back and now you're like all powered up and stuff, and you you beat Solon, but he's able to escape and everything. Uh, once you come back and everything, and Ray is like, "Oh, you you we're gonna have you do a thing with the goddess and everything. You're gonna talk to the goddess in the holy tomb. This is this place that no one knows about." Uh, so you go there, and she puts you on like this throne that Sothis was basically sitting on prior to that, because like, you're like, oh, I know this place. And you sit there, and nothing happens. She's like, why isn't anything happening? What's going on? I don't. Why is this not working? And then Elgar shows up, and he's like, hello, I'm the Flame Emperor. I'm here to attack you and steal your crests. All the and, crests. And she's like, I can't believe this. I hate you. <laughs> So, basically, you have to take down uh, Edelgard's army, um, and then at the end, she gives you the choice of, hey, do you want to, or I guess before this, um, there's a choice where you talk to Edelgard, and she'll be like, hey, do you want to come with me to go do something? And you have the choice to say yes or no. If you go with her, she literally goes up to, to back. she goes back home and, and, and abdicates the throne, becomes the her, emperor.
1: Her, her dad abdicates the throne. Yes, her dad
0: abdicates the throne, and she becomes the emperor. Um, which is kind of kind of hush-hush, essentially, because it's like not many people are there, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm the emperor now. All right, let's go. Let's go back. And then all this happens. So after the battle, you have the choice. Uh, Rhea is like, murder her! <laughs> so you have the choice of like, do you murder Edelgard, or do you side with her? Um, if you side with her, she, Rhea just gets real mad again.
1: And becomes like a dragony person and she that,
0: transforms into a dragon
1: you're like oh god mm-hmm. that's bad which also like the one thing that was pretty funny about this game and i think i think we've already like touched on it is that like they're weird like this decision will alter the game menu is like really really weird looking
0: it's very bizarre um prior to all this as well when gerald gets murdered um you go find his diary, which obviously he told you about and everything. Yep. And in his diary, he kind of like tells about your I think birth. You
2: have no heartbeat.
0: You have no heartbeat. And also, he he basically caused a fire to make it seem like you died and get out of the church because he was like, he was in fear of what Rhea was going to do to you. Yep. Also, she hints at that she knows who like your mother was and everything, but doesn't come out and say it in this route. Um, so, all that's left in the mystery. So, if you, so we sided with, with with Edgelord.
1: Mm-hmm. We did not kill her.
0: We did not kill her and then Rhea's like Oh you're going to live to regret this I can't believe
1: this. I love the idea of like Rhea just gets real mad and like instead of you know normal things that happen when people are mad she just like turns into a dragon. <laughs> She's like <laughs> alright I'm a dragon now oh shoot I probably shouldn't have revealed that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so eventually after that you go you lead an assault on on the monastery um apparently if you side with any of the others you are you are helping the defense but at the end you will be knocked out unconscious and then just casually wake up five years later
1: yep no because explanation plot for this.
0: it's not good it's zero. a really dumb thing to have as a time skip
1: zero explanation for like it just it. does
0: yeah it's it's like oh you you're out cold now you're You've been in a coma for five years for no reason, and now you're back, and, like, everything's in the war.
1: But also, like, your body's fine, and your mind's fine. Like, you don't have any issues or your (laughs) muscles. You still have
0: your powers.
1: Even though you've been in a coma for five years, and also just, like, nothing has happened in five years other than people who grew up. But, like, the war has not made any progress whatsoever. Because they're like, oh, you know, she didn't know what to do without you. And it's like, are you joking? She's the emperor. Ah.
0: And, like, they, they basically just make the monastery their new home base for whatever reason. Even though Edogard's like, yeah, I want to tear down the idea of the church. But I'm just going to stay here at this monastery, where is, which is basically was the church's headquarters.
1: Yeah. And also, like we're gonna keep doing the church rituals we're because, gonna keep doing the okay. church
0: rituals. also just not even change anything about the monastery at all over the past five years like the banners for the three classes are still up all of the previous banners five years ago are still up like we didn't really change anything like the 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 the, the, the churchy part the sanctuary the sanctuary is a little bit beat up but other than that everything's pretty much the same yeah which like insane yeah that part really like i think breaks kind of the immersion for me because yeah it just it doesn't make sense thematically or narratively like why they would use the monastery as like their home base and everything like why not just use like obviously it's like a good choke point for like getting access to all the different parts of the kingdom or like the the, the country they're in which is just fake europe because they wanted to make a 1500s fake european war simulator yep um like it makes sense in that regard but the idea of edelgard being like man i hate this church and everything now i'm going to take their i, I, I guess that would kind of make sense to be like to stick it to them and be like hey i have your church now <laughs> suck it yeah but, but you
1: wouldn't just leave it the same as it is you wouldn't
0: leave it the same as it is or just like not do anything to change it or anything Like, like keep
1: doing the rituals yeah. and celebrating the holidays
0: like i think this is where like the other part of the game that's really kind of broken comes into play, where it's like they didn't really want to make another like another area for you to run around in. Nope. And even then, like you would expect them to like update this area a little bit, outside of just some damage here and there. But like, like
1: there's some damage with like a couple pieces of scaffolding, and that's it. And I'm like, oh my god, guys, really?
0: Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it. it I don't think it's, it. It works that it well. Not,
1: it does not work.
0: Um, so, yeah.
1: Although, the best character, the Amiibo Gazebo, is still there.
0: Thank God for the Amiibo Gazebo. God. Um, and then they also make you basically just instruct your kid, uh, the the, the kids who are now older now. Yeah. Like, and literally it's still called just, like, instruction and everything. Like, I think you could have gotten away with doing this if, like, you just, you you literally just changed the wording of that to, like, this is our strategy sessions now.
1: Yeah, strategy sessions would have been much better, and so it's like, oh still in school you're still our professor it's like what
0: it's like like literally five years have passed since you've been gone they have literally clearly been able to to work on their own work on their strengths and weaknesses they're adults they know what they're doing they know how they want to like go with their fighting abilities you don't need to come back in and come and be like all right now i need to to do this and this and this like I'm obviously, instruct
1: you on how to use a sword.
0: Yeah, like obviously, you know, you kind of have to because that's the way the game wants you to level up everyone and give you the customization to to make people into whatever class you want to do. But just the idea that like everyone just like readily comes back and is like, "Hello, professor. I'm. I don't know how to do this. This is. I'm just dumb now." It's like what? Yeah. Like there's there was literally okay, one of the dumbest questions I got was booby teacher came up to me one time <sighs> and she was like, you know, a lot of people are are, are getting heavy into alcohol here. And it, it, might be, it might be hindering us. And like the options were like, one was just like, everyone here is an adult. They can drink if they want. The other was like, you know, maybe we could limit it. And the other was like, we all need to stop drinking alcohol. <sighs> I picked the one who was like, we're all adults. We can drink alcohol if we want. And she was like, That was a bad answer. I was like, what? You're all adults here. You're like older (laughs) than me. If you want to get blitzed before a mission, that's your prerogative. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you can't do that. Like, that's not my job.
1: You might die if you want to do that. Sure. Have fun.
0: Everyone here is a adult.
1: (sighs) It's irritating and it's bad.
0: Especially just makes that whole like area just obviously it makes it feel just more empty but just like it makes it a little bit more tedious because you have less people to go talk to and like they're just more spaced out now. Yeah. So this is like a lot of rotting, and then up oh, waiting for people to show up when they're when I've got here before they've loaded in waiting for doors to open and all that. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> um, You wanted to talk about queer baiting.
1: Okay, so, yeah. I it, forgot about that. It's an issue. Um, this game um, is going off of fates and does have some um, LGBTQ choices for datables. Um, the issue is that there is some real bad queer baiting on the male side um because i've heard that like
0: a lot of just like the way they kind of try and push forth the lgbt choices are bad they're bad and like they're, um, they're more from like a heteronormative like standpoint than what they should be
1: yeah a lot of the like lady on lady choices are still like really um more for titillation than it is for like you genuinely feel like they love each other right Um, and one of the biggest issues with the male side is that there are, um, men that you can have S rank with on his side. One Mm -hmm. is, um, Gilbert, I think his name is, and the other one is, um, Aloise. Mm -hmm. And like, you can have S rank with them and, um, you know, they're, they're like, Talks that make it sound like it's a relationship type thing. Um, but then, like, when you get to the ending of the game, like, where you actually get the endings, it's like, Oh, the male protagonist was married off to this random woman, and it's like, What?
0: that mm, that's, that's bad,
1: that's real bad. And they're like, Yeah, so and so, like, stayed with their wife and kids, and it's like, Ah, <laughs> oh Big god. Oof like if you were going to make them as options for an s rank you better make them options and not be like oh yeah you know we can we can have this in here but they're not actually going to date you and instead like you're just going to marry some random person that's not even named like and she's a lady like that's not okay you are forcing people into like a hetero relationship when they did not choose that right Um, that is not okay. And then, like, I understand that, like, Linhart's not for everybody. Um, because he is the only option where there is, like, explicit romance and a ring and everything. Actually, one of the other ones has a ring, too. But, um, Linhart says explicitly, like, this is a sign of my affection. Like, will you take it? Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, essentially giving one option for an S rank on the male side. Um, and the other ones being like a bait and switch essentially. That's not okay. It's not good. That's not okay at all. And, um, you know, a lot of people thought that with, uh, Claude coming to dance with the male, um, protagonist in the dance saying that that would mean that he would be a dateable option but they're like no nope, he's straight sorry
0: that dude is biased
1: that dude is biased. I don't care
0: what they say what they say what they say he's biased
1: I mean like and he even says like some flirty stuff to you like I've seen I've seen skits with him and the and the guy protagonist like he he flirts with you and then they're like, nope, nope, it can only be with a lady. It's like, ah, guys, really? You you couldn't make like one of the dude choices for the three houses, like somebody you could marry, really. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna let us marry Dimitri, why not? I mean, cool I guess. Um, and apparently like one of the problems some people had is that um, you can't do like a marriage route with um dimitri and uh did ditto did you do diddo. um like if you if you um a rank them or whatever they're just like they traveled for the rest of their lives it's like oh did they now <laughs> <laughs> um so like you can't really customize who's going to get together and even then like having having choices is not a bad thing. And like, I understand that it, it wouldn't make sense narratively to make everybody Mm buy. It wouldn't make sense to be like, Oh yeah, you're a guy. So you can marry anybody on here, but like having choices is not a bad thing. And it would not have like, I'm sure it would have offended some people out there, but like, it would not have been a bad thing to do. Um, on the other hand, it's like, um, I'm trying to remember who all the choices were for, um, Lady Bailiff. I, I know that, um, guard's a choice, is a choice, I think Mercedes is a choice, There was somebody else, but it just comes across as, like, disingenuous, as opposed to just like, hey these are women who are actually in love with each other and they want to be in a relationship and it's not just like for a straight gaze type thing. Right. So anyway, Fire Emblem again (laughs) kind of fails at making this right. Um, I I thought that they would do better after Fates kind of blew up on them with that, but... Nope. Nope. We're just gonna... Make you fall in love with this one dude and then marry a lady at the end it's super not okay
0: <sighs>
1: anyway um so you can marry your students
0: yay
1: yay
0: all right so we've got into the time skip
1: yeah everybody's an adult now
0: everyone's could, an adult now and everyone they can drink other alcohol um I'm just going to read what the Wikipedia says for the Black Eagles route, if that's all right. That's fine. Because it's it's pretty condensed. Um, Protag re- reunites with their students in Edelgard and finds out that the kingdom has allied with the church while the alliance remains normal, nor- norma- nominally neutral. Words are hard. So basically, Dimitri is, hol- is holed up with Rhea. He's a cop. He is f- he's a cop.
1: But in his defense, he no longer has spaghetti hair.
0: I mean, he has bad long hair, though.
1: I mean, his hair is better than it was <laughs> originally. He had like weird spaghetti hair.
0: And then Claude has be f- oh, Lash LaRue sideburns, which obviously that's a reference you're not going to get. But
1: no, I don't get that. But it's he was like... a
0: wrestler who who saved, shaved a sideburn so they would both be L's because his name was Lash LaRue.
1: Oh my god, it looks like a half chin strap.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. That's basically it.
1: Like, it's just not on the chin. It looks really terrible. It looks really bad. I'm like, oh, Claude, what did they do to you? You were cute before.
0: So, yeah, like, so Dimitri is holed up with Rhea. He's a cop now, and, and Claude's just, like, playing both sides, essentially. Yep. Um. Here's my issue with this this whole story in general, is that obviously, like, five years have passed and everything, and stuff's gone down. Has it? It's fair. <laughs> How did the students not come together and, like, Edelgar be like, yo, you guys realize the church is doing some real shady shit? This is real up. Because, like, they know each other, clearly.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like... Um, but no,
0: we all have to go to war and kill each other because... Yay! Conflict! Also,
1: spoiler alert, Um, Idogard and Dimitri are siblings. So, like, they could talk to each other. Totally! And have this conversation of, like, Hey, you know, brother, um, that person you sided with, she kind of sucks. And this is all the terrible stuff she's done. Also, she's a dragon. Um, So, like, maybe you should not side with her. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm a reasonable human being. I understand your point of view. And then doesn't side with the evil dragon lady.
0: It's true. Like, they're all very friendly with each other when they're they're students and know each other. Like people can communicate with each other even in times of war um i would like to go back to one of the thing the key things we brought up a lot when we were watching when we were doing jared and i'll watch salem and crystal and mm-hmm. that is communication is a key to relationships of all kinds
1: it is wow I imagine that communication is important
0: mm-hmm. be but honest no, with each to, other we have to have all of them go to war with each other because that's that's <sighs> good plot And also you get to murder all these kids you knew because you were not good enough to recruit them in time.
1: Right. And I think that's the big thing that like we've talked about before you get punished because you weren't able to recruit people Mm -hmm. and you have to like go through and murder these, these kids that you um, like talk to a lot in the school. And it's like, Oh my God.
0: Like I get that. Like on one hand it, it presents the realities of the horrors of war.
1: It does. It does. But does it do it well?
0: I don't think it does it well, because for the most part, it's just being like, hey, you didn't recruit this person, so now you have to murder them because you didn't have the right skills to to get them in time. Right. And also, this is a war that totally could have been avoided. Yep. (laughs) Sorry you got your, your rocks off because you wanted to recreate the early days of Europe and how everyone had hate boners for each other and wanted to go to war every five minutes. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure I said at one point to you in a text that like with the way this game is going, I can't I can't, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we just get a we take a hard dive into colonialism.
1: You did text me that, and I laughed because it seemed like it would be the case.
0: I mean, it honestly seemed like it was going to happen at some point, but but regardless, I digress.
1: I was um, actually a little concerned with like the alliance people that it was going to become more of like a colonialism aspect with them, but. We avoided that in this route anyway.
0: It's true. Uh, Okay. Edelgard plans to eliminate the Alliance before moving on to the Kingdom. Uh, For some reason. Protag is able to quickly seize the Alliance capital and eliminate Claude from the war, either through killing him or exiling him. You know, you can exile him. He
1: didn't even have to be exiled. He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. And it's like, why? Why are you leaving? Why don't you join us?
0: Because he's we like, can't have that.
1: He's like, no, nah, I'm out.
0: Because bad writing. They didn't advance into the kingdom, taking a vital fortress. However, Edelgard's uncle, Arendelle, arranges for the fortress to be destroyed as revenge for Edelgard, interrupting his own plans. They basically describe this character, Arendelle, as the dude who was kind of bankrolling the other, like, the shady folks. Yep. Like the... Like the the former librarian of the monastery. Those who
1: slither in the dark is yes. their their official title, which is a terrible name, by the it's way. It's real
0: bad. Like you should work on your your presentation and marketing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Adelgard is aware of Arendelle's treachery, but keeps it secret and tells the others that the fortress destroyed by illegal by an illegal church weaponry. Undeterred, Edelgard continues to lead her armies to the kingdom's capital. Dimitri heads out to meet Edelgard head-on, but is defeated and dies in battle, where she just cuts his head off.
1: I was say, he doesn't die in battle. She murders him.
0: She straight beheads him.
1: Yeah. Um, also, like, Dudu becomes a big monster.
0: Dudu becomes a big monster and also is like, yeah, I gave a bunch of our people crests because...
1: Gotta win somehow!
0: And yeah. Dimitri's like, dude, what the f***?
1: <laughs> and then gets beheaded. My dude. She, she beheads her brother.
0: The kingdom army it's is routed
1: for Europe.
0: Yep, the kingdom army is routed, and Raya withdraws to the kingdom capital with her knights. In her madness, Raya sets fire to the city, forcing Aelgard to attack and put a stop to her. Working together, Protag and Aelgard are able to kill Raya by just both slicing her head, or her yep. neck. Uh, Protag apparently dies, but the Creststone embedded in, in their heart dissolves, reviving them. In the aftermath, Edelgard unites all of Fodlin under the Empire and abolishes both the Church and the nobility. She then turns her attention to those who slither in the dark. And by it turns her attention to, they basically are like, yeah, we'll go we'll go after them next. And then the game ends.
1: Yep. Yep. It made like, no sense.
0: Like, I was expecting that, you know, once you get done with Rhea, like, that's going to be, like, the end game. Like, you're going to go after them and put a stop to them finally. Yep. But no. Nope. That's not how it works.
1: She just turns her attention to them, and then, like, it makes no sense at all. And, like, the whole thing with the heart is not explained. It's
0: just like, oh, you got a thing in your heart. Cool. Yeah. Which, again, again, like, there are parts of this, you know, we are questioning. Perhaps these are explained in other routes. Yeah. Like, that is totally a possibility. But as a game that presents you, like, you know, you're going to go through this the first time through one route. And then it's trying to bankroll the fact that like you're gonna be intrigued enough to go back and play the other routes. You know, this didn't do a lot a lot for me to go back and say, Hey, I really want to go play that those next routes now. Nope. It just seems like, man, they left a lot of plot plot holes and that seems real bad. Yep. Anyways. Um
1: You can do like you can leave secrets in a game, but then still make it like you wanna play the other routes. Like look at the Zero Escape series. Totally. The way that they handle it is really, really great, the and they way- even
0: like do a great job of like, you know, once you've played through the game and are coming back to it a second time, like there are secrets hidden throughout the 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 main story that you wouldn't pick up on the first time through and are now picking up on, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, that's even that makes it even better. Like, they leave plot holes obviously, but they are designed for you to go back and and keep diving further and further, and like they're they're intriguing plot holes in, in a way. Um, which I think compared to this is just like a lot of the plot holes that they just felt tired. And I just like, just, I was like, uh, like I felt like a lot of the plot holes could have been just rectified in this route specifically. Like, I don't, I don't understand how they would be really, um, wrapped up in a different plot line. Like, I don't see how this one specifically is going to be wrapped up in a different plot line. Yeah. So I, I don't understand, know, understand like... why they would just like leave this unless they're like, oh, well this is going to be DLC. It's like. I can't be bothered to pay you more money for this come on
1: no like oh cool we need explanation of like happened with her heart and what did to her and all that but like no we're not gonna get that and this would have been the perfect route to explain that because you're literally talking about how corrupt she is but hey whatever
0: well let's go down the golden deer route which seems to go into some weird routes
1: oh joy what is it uh, doing
0: Protag reunites with Claude, who has been waiting for their return. Protag and Claude occupy Garak and rally the students and the remnants of the church to stand against the Empire. Gathering additional allies and support, Protag and Claude directly invade the Empire. However, as they confront Edelgard and her forces, a Khedan army led by Dimitri also arrives, resulting in a massive three-way battle. Edelgard is forced to retreat while Dimitri is killed, attempting to pursue her. Protag and Claude press on towards a strategic Empire fort and receive aid from the foreign nation of Alamir. Wait,
1: who is she killed by? Oh. Okay.
0: However, the four is destroyed by a rain of missiles before they can seize it, and the Almirons decide to withdraw. Claude admits that he had secretly opened relations with the Almira, announces his desire to open Fogland's borders to the outside world, and end the continent's self-imposed isolationism. Sounds like the United States of America before World War II. Yeah, Wow. Protag and Claude continue their advance, attacking the Empire capital. Edogard is defeated and killed, but Protag and Claude learn, the, learn of those who slither in the dark,
1: who oh have been secretly God.
0: manipulating the war to destroy Fodlan. Raya confirms their existence of the group, and Protag and Claude set out to stop them. Why would this be the one where you go out and stop them? Yeah. They defeat those who slither in the dark, and their leader, Talus, attempts to destroy them with another rain of missiles. Raya turns into her dragon form and intercepts the missiles, but is gravely wounded in the process. Meanwhile, Nemesis, an ancient bandit king who was defeated by Saros, awakens in a secret tomb. Protagon, Claude, are forced to destroy Nemesis and his undead army. In the aftermath, Fodolin is united under Claude's rule as he opens his borders and state and starts relations with foreign nations. What? Yep, that's that's how it ends. Welcome to the Fire Emblem Undead Nightmare.
1: But also, like, there's just... They mentioned Nemesis, like, twice, and uh edelgard's route and now we have like oh right by the way this like undead dude is coming back it's like what
0: well you see him in like the very like one of the opening cut scenes because they show that precursor to like the 500 years ago war where all this
2: oh yeah it it all comes down and
0: everything but But yeah that's hmm that's something granted of course you know these are literally like a paragraph long synopses of these routes so like some of this stuff is going to be better explained within the, the route itself but at the same time like what
1: yeah that's kind of an odd thing like to have one on his route and two like those who slither in the dark is fixed on this route what
0: that doesn't make any sense
1: no sense also like it kind of is weird that Demetrius is like killed by question mark while pursuing Edelgard
0: yep He's just I, gone.
1: Okay, sure, I guess.
0: Well, you want to talk about some blue lions?
1: Yeah, let's talk about some blue lions. Let's talk okay. about Dimitri.
0: Pro-tag, re- <laughs> Protag reunites with Dimitri, who has been ousted from the kingdom due to a coup from pro-empire nobles. In the time since, Dimitri has become bitter, disillusioned, and dangerously unstable as he is as he is haunted by visions of his defe- deceased family and driven to re- driven to get revenge on Edelgard at any cost. Protag students and the remnants of the church ally with Dimitri, and they decide to use Garigmok as their base to attack the empire. Dimitri eventually forces a massive battle between his, old, his own army, the Empire, and the Alliance, resulting in heavy losses on all sides. One of Dimitri, Dimitri's trusted retainers sacrifices himself to protect him from an assassin, which in combination with Protag's guidance finally causes Dimitri to realize his desire for revenge is futile.
1: Does that it's, mean to do dies?
0: That sounds like to do.
1: Oh, to do no. Poor to do. He and, Does he have a good time in any route?
0: Probably not. Poor to do. Instead, he decides to focus on saving Fodlin and liberates the kingdom from imperial rule, assuming his from imperial rule, assuming his rightful place as king. With his own land secure, Dimitri marks, marches for the empire capital itself. Wanting to make peace with Edelgard, Dimitri arranges a meeting with her and suggests that they join forces to realize their goals. Edelgard refuses to rework with Dimitri, forcing him to attack. He's able to defeat Edelgard once and once again, and offers her mercy, but is forced to kill her when she attempts to attack him. In the aftermath, Fodlin is united under the kingdom of Dimitri as its ruler, with with Protag. Becoming the new Archbishop of the Church when Rhea voluntarily steps down.
1: Ah! What?
0: That sounds gross. What?
1: Yeah, I don't like that at all. Why would why would you become archbishop? No.
0: You just listen to your dad.
1: Why would Raya just step down? Why would she willingly give up that power? Again. Bad probably writing.
0: explained better, but also who knows.
1: Oh my god, why don't uh, and then, you become Archbishop?
0: And then finally there is the Church of Saros route. Yep. Uh, Protag reunites with their students and learns that Ray has gone missing and the church has lost most of its strength. Again, this is the uh, this is the route that can diverge from Black Eagles, like we yep. mentioned earlier. Uh, Protag agrees to help to stop the war and save Fodland. First, they retake Garrick Bank and use it as a base to launch attacks against the Empire. The Church receives assistance from Claude and learns that Rhea has been captured by the Empire. Dimitri takes the opportunity to attack the Empire as well. As the Church builds up its forces, the Empire, Kingdom, and the Alliance engage in a three-way battle. With all sides suffering heavy casualties, Dimitri is apparently killed and Claude goes missing. Protag and their students attempt to capitalize on the moment to seize a strategic fort, but it is destroyed by a rain of missiles, forcing them to withdraw. Protag changes tactics and instead infiltrates troops into the Empire capital. Protag defeats and executes Edelgard and rescues Rhea. There, they then learn of the threat from those who slither in the dark. Protag and their forces head to the main base of those that slither in the dark, where they learn that they are the remnants of the nation of Argartha, Ar- Ar- a technologically advanced civilization, civilization that was wiped out by Saros in ancient times. Defeated, the Argothan leader Thalus Thale, calls down numerous missiles destroy destroys own base. Rhea turns into her dragon form to protect Protag and the others, but is gravely wounded. Raya admits to Protag that she implanted a Crestone in, in Protag's heart both to save their life and in hopes of reviving Sothis. However, in her weakened state, Rhea loses control of her powers and goes berserk, forcing Protag to kill her. In the aftermath, the Empire, Kingdom, and the Alliance are dissolved, and Fodlan is unified under the church with Protag as its new ruler.
1: Oh god. I don't like this.
0: I feel like none of these routes are what I want from this game no and what i want from this game is everyone coming together and realizing yo the church is up we should yeah. take down the church
1: so uh, one of the things that we've talked about is that like the black eagles route when you stay with edelgard is it's constantly trying to make you feel like you're a villain mm-hmm. and we were like um what are we like getting rid of this church is like a good idea. And also like that nobility thing kinda sucks.
0: Because, like, especially like Gerald is like, hey, don't trust Rhea. Yeah. In his book, he's like, Don't trust Rhea. She has done some things. I had to literally fake your death to get away from her. Don't trust her. Yeah. And You're then like, like, oh, I'm
1: gonna go become part of this church.
0: And especially because like, you know, her idea of like I put a creststone in your heart to try and revive the goddess like that just seems literally insane
1: yeah yeah that's messed up
0: Um, and like you said like the idea of tearing down you know a corrupt organization like the way the church has been obviously and just like tearing down the idea of nobility and you know class systems like none of that sounds bad all that sounds actually pretty all right but the way the game kind of sets you up post time skip is like it really makes it out to seem like you're you are the villain in this now yeah and like over time it kind of like it feels like it deviates away from that a little bit but it's so weird that like this this is supposed to be like the the bad guy route when in in all honesty like it doesn't like i don't know like what that says about this game's politics or anything but um one of the things i mentioned to you is like once we got past the time skip is like this game's ideology and my ideologies are really in conflict with each other <laughs> uh-huh. and like i just don't understand why that's the thing um and just the idea that all these routes is just like well we introduce these three characters three main characters two of them are probably going to die on, on all of these routes yeah like, there's no literal, like, route where you could have a unified front with each other. And that seems like it should be the option in general. Yeah. Because, again, like, like, have like we true ending
1: of sorts. Yeah.
0: Like, the idea that you would literally take, like, all the, the cautionary, like, things from Gerald and be like, yeah, I'm going to go join the church and everything and do all that. Like, that doesn't seem like the way this character would be set up in the slightest. Uh-uh. But, I don't know.
1: It's frustrating and I think that's like the key word for most of this game for me is just frustrating. Like it felt like people were making decisions that made zero sense and there were just things happening that I was like, why? Why is this happening? Why can't I do anything about this? Like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. It was frustrating and then New Game Plus made it even more frustrating.
0: I think it, To me, like I said earlier on, like I think like this game would be better if they take these characters and just put them in a completely different story, because the story here is just it doesn't work.
1: It's a mess. It really is. And, and I don't mean, know. Like- I don't
0: know how much of that is literally just like the idea that they're combining four routes together into one game, and like how much of that like really just wears thin the the actual writing because you're coming up with literally four different scenarios that. That, all, in all honesty, could be its own separate game because literally this game took us, like, what, at least 40 hours?
1: Yeah, I put over 50 in it.
0: Like, that's a lot of writing for, for a team to do. And that's going to stretch you thin when you're literally putting the other four full games worth of scenarios together.
1: But also, like, Fire Emblem team, can we stop splitting the stories up? Because it's really getting irritating and it burns out real quick. Mm-hmm. I kind of hate it.
0: Like, I like I know there are going to be people who are very excited to go back and replay this game, replay this game, replay this game. And that's fine. I'm not going to knock them or anything. Like, yeah. I'm I'm totally happy that you have this game and that, like, it is the game you want and you want to replay it over and over again. Like, that's rad. But for someone like me, like, I'm not necessarily interested in replaying the game because, you know, like I said, tactics games aren't my thing. And also just, like, I don't have the time to replay this game three more times. I don't have the time to put a hundred and twenty more hours into this game.
1: Yeah, no, same. I can't do it. I just ugh like the thought of that makes me really irritated.
0: There's a lot of people who like, you know, will will give games flack for like being like shorter experiences, like, oh man, this game's eight hours. That's terrible. That's I mean to me, to us nowadays, like, you know, we're older. <laughs> we do, we have we don't have all the free time in the world like that sounds pretty great. Yeah,
1: I mean like you know, I'm still a big fan of like a big in-depth RPG and all that. And I'll still totally. play them, but like you know, we played Wolfenstein Young Blood and we talked about it last week and mm. like that was a short game experience and it was also very flawed, but like we had fun and it was over. Totally. And that was fine because we're like all right, cool like we did it we got through it and like it didn't feel like a chore anymore Mm -mm. Um, like this one by the end of it I was like oh god do I really have to run around this monastery again and talk to everybody again (laughs) like I just wanted to be over with and like I, I am a sleepy person and I work a full time job and like you are super busy all the time and we don't have time to put all that in there and it's just especially when we're not like what's the point right and that's ultimately the thing is that like video games are supposed to be fun and they're supposed to be like exciting and I by the end of this was like no I don't get any of that
0: but what about tea time Oh, boy. Uh, So, yeah, like.
1: Sylvain telling me he'll never look at another girl again. He said he will blind himself. And my response was like, that's taking a little too far. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, it was cute, though. He did a cute proposal. Like I said, the whole reason that I dated him to like to begin with is because I was like, "You're the oldest one on my squad," which also <laughs> he was only on my squad at first. Because like I kept thinking that he was one of the like OG squad, but he, I recruited him like the first day because he's like, "Oh, you're a lady, mm-hmm. cool. Can I join your team?"
0: And I thought I had done something wrong because like, you recruited him immediately. I was like, "I can't recruit this guy. What? What did you do?"
1: <laughs> uh, had boobs.
0: Yeah, I, I had a. I did not have the boobs.
1: You had a lack of boobs. I
0: had a lack of lack of boobs.
1: Lack of the hammerhammers. Lack
0: of the hammerhammers. <laughs>
1: so Yeah, I, I married him because he was he was twenty <laughs> at the beginning. I was like, alright, that makes me feel less terrible. Why are you stepping on my organs?
0: Because that's what he does.
1: That's true. He loves to trample the organs.
0: So fire emblem it's it is a thing.
1: <sighs> it is a thing. It honestly though Like I was excited for this game Mm -hmm. and I should have just like thought about it more of like hey, you didn't like Fates. (laughs) You got burnt out on Fates because they kept making you do the same thing over and over and over. Mm -hmm. This is a game that's also going to make you do the same thing over and over and over. Why do you think that you're going to like this one?
0: Because times have changed.
1: Yeah, well, um it just—it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad that some people got what they wanted, but a just, lot of
0: people seem to have. Like, I'm—I'm I'm kind of jealous of people who like are very into this game because they have clearly found something in it that I definitely didn't.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's one thing that I kept asking you, like, what are we doing wrong? Everybody seems to love this, and we don't, and I don't understand what we did. And you're like, maybe we picked the wrong route. And I was looking it up, and it's like her route is the most like popular of the routes i'm like okay so it's not that like
0: but even then like from what we just read from those synopses of the other routes i don't necessarily think it's the route anymore yeah. i think it's just in general this game does not have good writing but but also i just i like to think of it that like we somehow got tricked into playing a different game and everyone else has just been enjoying tokyo mirage sessions
1: i mean i would buy that because Mirage sessions is a fantastic game and everybody should play it and it's a way better game than this
0: Alright, here here we go. Here is my official Fire Emblem rankings. Okay. Number one, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Mm-hmm. The greatest Fire Emblem game ever made.
1: Sharp FE.
0: Number two, Fire Emblem Warriors. mm mm-hmm. The second greatest Fire Emblem game ever made. The best game with Fire Emblem in the title.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean uh, you technically have the F E at the end of Tokyo Mirage Sessions.
0: But it but it actually says Fire Emblem. Yeah, fair. And Warriors. Uh number three, Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's a lot of fire emblem characters in there. a
1: lot of fire emblem characters
0: number four the first two to three hours i played of fire emblem awakening like three times yep and then number five this
1: <laughs> Oof. what about the one that you played on nes
0: i i don't remember i i played it for like 15 minutes
1: oh then that doesn't count um
0: and then it was hard so i was like uh and it was all in japanese so like i don't i can't oh, count that
1: yeah no that doesn't count um
0: well, I think it was literally the, uh, it was it was Echoes, but not the 3DS version. It was the, right. the game that inspired that remake. That
1: makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, both of us had way more fun with Fire Emblem Warriors than we did with this game. Honestly, yeah. Like a lot more fun.
0: I would say that definitively.
1: And the writing is better in that, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's a Musou game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, the whole time I was just like, Tokyo Mirage Sessions did everything in this better. Like the social elements much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the like creepy professor nonsense going on. Like you didn't really have dateables per se in, in Tokyo Mirage Sessions, but like you could t- hang out with your pals.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just. Much, much better game. And I really wanted this game to be good. And like you said, I had the same feeling of disappointment of like, are we playing a different game? Like, where is everybody getting like these feelings of joy from this game that I'm not getting? And like, I felt like at first something was wrong with me. And then when you were also. Yeah, yeah I,
0: I completely that, understand that.
1: Um, Then I was like, okay, maybe there's something wrong with me and Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm not alone.
0: We will be, everyone else can, can be over there celebrating how much they enjoy Three Houses, and we'll just be on the sides. Like, hey, you guys heard about Tokyo Mara Sessions? That how game's about, great.
1: How about Fire Emblem Warriors? Have you heard about Fire that? Fire Emblem
0: Warriors is also really great.
1: Yeah, wow. Really, really good. So, I believe um, uh,
0: you mean the number nine best game of 2017, Fire Emblem Warriors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,. Those are such good games, guys. They're really, really good games. And I would hands down put 60 hours into either of them before I played another route of this game.
0: So there you go. There is the the, the lone dissenting <laughs> disapproving opinion. Not disapproving, <laughs> but just more...
1: It's, dis- uh, than, it's disappointing.
0: Less than pleasing opinion of Fire Emblem Three Houses.
1: All right. Well, there's two of us at least. So it's a unified front in this podcast.
0: We're not going to win any unified fronts compared to everyone else.
1: No, we're not. But, you know, sometimes you just got to try.
0: But hey, if you like it, more power to you.
1: I'm glad that you liked it. I'm I'm glad glad you you have a game
0: that you could literally spend like, you could literally sink 160 hours into. Like, that's not a dig or anything.
1: Everybody got what they wanted from it.
0: Totally. I don't want people to come away from this thinking like, "Oh, you, you're a bad person if you like this game." Like, no, dude, like no. what you want.
1: No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like games that people are like, "Oh God, why do you like that?" It's like, I don't know. Um, and so like, like what you like. We're not saying that you're a bad person if you like this. We're just totally. saying that we didn't like it that much, and that there were issues that were like frustrating. Totally. Um, and. Really, that's what we're trying to get across here: is mm-hmm. that like these are our personal opinions on the game, and we even like talked about it beforehand. Though, and like, oh, this is probably gonna be like a really unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, but you know, I I'm real happy for the people who liked it. I really am. Mm-hmm. You got feet, guys. You finally got feet. You
0: got feet. But also, if you haven't played Tokyo Mario Sessions and Fire Emblem Warriors, play those games. They're really good. Games.
1: They're really, really good. They're
0: really good.
1: I mean, have you heard of them? Because you should hear about them and you should you play really them.
0: really should. Uh, Tokyo um, Mario Sessions for Switch when? Atlas. Atlas, At- this is on you now.
1: Atlas, It's do on
0: it. you. Do Stop it. being f- cowards and put it out on Switch.
1: Do it, Atlas. Has Nintendo said they'll do it?
0: No, like, it was just the Fire Emblem guy who was like, yeah, that's an Atlas thing.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Atlas. It's on
0: them to put it out, so.
1: Atlas, do the thing. Make a good decision in your life.
0: (laughs) Make a good decision for once.
1: Yeah, like, put it on the Switch. It would be perfect, and it would be amazing, and it would just make my entire life. I just really want to play it again and don't want to have to, like, use my Wii U right now.
0: I want to play it again and not have to send in my Wii U for repairs to get it, to play it. And then also have my save be lost.
1: They were able to recover my save file.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they wouldn't. But also, I just don't want to have to call them and then get my Wii U repaired just to play it again. (laughs) A lot of steps just to play Tokyo Brawl Sessions again. But, that said,
1: it is a great game and it's worth you fixing your Wii U for.
0: It totally is.
1: Um... Hey guys, have you played? Have you heard about Tokyo Mirage Sessions? You should play that game. It's a really good game.
0: They they sing the Fire Emblem theme in it. It's really they good. They do.
1: They do. Which I will say that was one thing that made me laugh the first time that I heard it was the bell for the school is the mm-hmm. Fire Emblem theme. Um, Smart. It it was it was clever. Um, but yeah, like. Legit, I just keep thinking about Tokyo More Sessions and how good of a game it was. It was like, you know, that's better than Persona Five, so that was my Persona Five, and now it's my mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like, it's better than that too.
0: Just keeps replacing things.
1: It does. Like between that and Trails of Cold Steel, I'm like, getting my my goodness from other places. This is well, great. Well,
0: Trails of Cold Steel Three, if it if it holds up to the same quality as the other two, will probably replace this as well because you are a teacher in that.
1: You're a teacher. Yes. So there you go. And. You know what? That would never be an issue in this. You would not date your students.
0: Reen well, is not. better than that. I hope not.
1: Okay. I hope not too. Reen be better.
0: Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. Yeah. We have we are we are we have left the three houses. We are moving on. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, so if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalcheup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Checkup and Jared Now Watch. Uh, you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to AnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S A C O V A. Next week. I have literally no idea.
1: I have no clue.
0: Haven't thought that far ahead yet.
1: Nope. But we'll have I something just for you. Want a nap, honestly?
0: Al, you always want a nap.
1: It's that's fair. That's a super valid statement.
0: So we'll hit you up with something cool next week. And then, yep. Uh, yeah.
1: Please don't be mad at us.
0: If you, if you get mad at us, I will fight you.
1: Me too.